Welcome to Joe Boy's A to Z as we reach the letter N the second time around. We're listening to a demo tape from Canada's great but largely unknown Mary Margaret O'Hara. I have a copy of that demo cassette because I tried to sign Mary Margaret for my Hannibal label in the early 80s. Eventually, she signed with Virgin, who assigned Andy Partridge from XTC to produce. Much as I admire Partridge, I thought it was a strange choice. He's a very so-called modern producer, layering things up, building records track by track. Mary's band were mostly jazz and rock guys who loved to jam and to play live. They ended up in a studio in a lonely Welsh valley with Andy asking them to play one at a time to a click track. After a few days of mutual incomprehension, I was invited to take over. It wasn't easy. The guys liked getting up with the sun and running a mile before breakfast, while Mary Margaret couldn't get over her jet lag and would rise as the sun set. I recall the band, the engineer, and I having very long and elaborate ping-pong tournaments. When we did record, Mary would startle us with curious ideas for shifting the beats or changing the structures, keeping everyone on their toes. The album went from Partridge's highly structured art pop to a free-form adventure. That song on the demo, Not Be All Right, for example, went from... curtains on the windows, no covers on the beds. She lays them out on the floor and she rips them up to shreds. Because you know it never, never will it not be alright. Be alright. It just will not just be alright. Then you can just be alright. Mary is an extraordinary artist, but she's not always easy on herself or those she works with. We finished the tracks in 10 days at the end of November 1984, and the plan was that she was going to take the rough mixes back to Toronto and figure out all the backing vocals she wanted, all the overdubs, and I'd come over right after New Year's and we'd spend a few days finishing it off, then mix it. Just before Christmas, I'd had to turn down an offer from R.E.M. to produce their third album because I was committed to Mary Margaret. When I got to Toronto, Mary had come up with lots of new ideas, very few of them concrete. She wanted to re-record some tracks, add some new songs, and was vague about the vocal parts and overdubs. Some of her plans sounded destructive to me, spoiling what I thought was on the verge of being a great album. 
a blizzard hit Toronto. I felt like I might not get out of there until the snow melted in the spring. We finally agreed Mary should finish the album herself, and I'd come back to mix it if she wanted. I flew to Georgia to meet R.E.M., and ended up making Fables of the Reconstruction with them. Mary Margaret's album wasn't finished for four years. You're in my heart I'm in your hand You drop me off I miss you and You You give me some producer who got it done. He and Mary used six or seven of the tracks we made together in Wales, redid some, added a new song or two, just as Mary had wanted. Critics loved it when it was released in 1988. Virgin brought her to London, and she played a Sunday night concert at the Drury Lane Theatre. All of hip musical London was there, and everyone left the theatre saying, A Star is Born. you want to let somebody nobody won't let you just want to kiss somebody you want to feel somebody and nobody won't let you uh, uh, who do you talk to who Mary never followed up that night of triumph. She remains a hidden treasure. My January departure from the Toronto blizzard to the Georgia sunshine came full circle a decade later when Michael Stipe asked her to join R.E.M. on stage during a Toronto concert. She's toured the world in a production of Tom Waits' The Black Rider and taken the lead role in an Austrian film called Museum Hours. I saw it, and she's a good actress. When I produced a tribute concert to Kate McGarrigal in Toronto a few years ago, she joined in and sang I Just Want to Make It Last, the heartbreaking song Kate wrote as she was dying. Only Mary would have been brave enough to take that on. She and Kate shared an ability to articulate a lover's fury against a fickle partner. 
How could he take you in his arms and help you free? Sometimes I feel sad that Mary isn't famous, has never had the career she deserves. But she seems fine, happy in her own way, sticking to her creative guns as stubbornly as she always has. So we'll sign off episode NN with the positive Mary Margaret, the kind of optimism we all need these days. Back in two weeks with Double O. Well, there are two years.